Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today we're continuing with Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 21. As always, we are reading from my new translation illustrated by sculptor Timothy Schmaltz. Here we go, Purgatorio, Canto 21. That natural thirst that's never sated, if not with the water which the woman at the well demanded as grace, assailed me, and haste pressed me along the sprawling way after my master, and I sorrowed at the just vengeance. And behold, just as Luke writes that Christ appeared to two who were on the way, having just risen from the sepulchral cave, there appeared a shade, and he came after us, watching the thing that was cast at our feet. We were unaware of him before he spoke thus, saying, O my brothers, God grant you peace. We turned to him immediately, and Virgil rendered him the signal that conformed to his. Then he commenced, Let the truthful court that binds me in the eternal exile place you in peace in the blessed council. Huh, he said, and we moved swiftly on. If you are shades whom God above disdains, who has escorted you this far along his stairs? And my teacher... If you regard the sign that this one bears, that traced by the angel, you'll well see how he's to reign with the good. (coughs) But since she who spins day and night still has not drawn out the flax that Clotho puts aside and compiles for each, his soul, which is your sister and mine, coming above, could not come alone, since he doesn't see as we do. Thus I was drawn from the inferno's ample throat to show him this, and I shall show him more, as far as my knowledge will lead. But tell me, if you know, why did the mountain so cower a moment ago, and why did it all seem to shriek down to its washed feet? So asking, he passed through the eye of my desire, so that with hope alone he bade my thirst devour me lest. And that one commenced... The sacred binding of the mount admits nothing without ordinance, nothing that lies outside its custom. All here is free from every alteration. All cause can come from that which heaven receives of itself, and nothing else. So that no rain, nor hail, nor snow, nor dew, nor frost may fall higher than the little stair of the three grades below. Clouds, rarefied or thick, cannot appear, nor lightning, nor the daughter of Thaumas, whose iridescence often lights the land below. Arid vapor swells no higher than the summit of those three grades I mentioned, where the vicar of Peter places his feet. Maybe further down it trembles more or less, but with the wind that's hidden in the earth it's never, I know not how, trembled here above. It trembles here when each soul senses itself clean, so that it might rise or move itself in its ascent, and so the cry follows. Of its purity the will gives soul proof, so that, all free to move convents, the soul is surprised and frees itself to the will. It first wills well but doesn't leave the desire that divine justice against the will puts to torment, as once it sought to sin. And I, who have lain in this dolor five hundred years and more, sensed a moment ago my will freed for a better threshold. So you felt the tremor and heard these pious spirits round the mountain render praise to that Lord, that he swiftly dispatched them. So he spoke to us, 
and since the joy of the drink is so much greater the greater the thirst, I don't know how to say how much it profited me. And the sage guide. Now I see the net that here envelops you, and how it is escaped. Why the world trembled and you rejoiced with it. <clears throat> now let it please you that I know who you were, and why you've lain here such centuries, as your words have given me to understand. In the time when good Titus, with the help of the highest king, avenged the words whence issued the blood which Judas sold, I lived on earth with the name that most endures and most honors, responded that spirit. I was famous, but as yet I knew no faith. So sweet was the spirit of my voice that, to Lausanne, I yet was drawn to Rome, where I merited the myrtle that adorned my temples. Still the people down there call me Statius. I sang of Thebes, and then of the grand Achilles, but I fell on the way with the second weight. The sparks that started me burning were seeds of the divine flame whence more than a thousand are lit. I speak of the Aeneid, which was my mama and my muse as I grew to be a poet. Without it, I would not have held the weight of a dram. And to have lived down there when Virgil lived, I'd have assented to one son more than I owed when I came out of exile. Virgil wheeled to me at these words with a visage which, keeping silent, said silence. But the virtue that wills cannot do all. For laughter and weeping are so consequent on the passions of which each springs that they follow will least in those more truthful. I simply smiled as the man who winks. At that the shade was silent, and he looked into my eyes where the semblance is most fixed, and he said, That such labor be well finished. Why did your face just then give me a glimmer of a smile? Now I am seized on one hand and the other. The one makes me silent the other conjures me to speak, at which I sigh and I'm understood by my master, and he says to me, Have no fear to speak, but speak and tell him what he's asked with such great care, at which I, maybe you marvel, antique spirit, at the smile I bore, <clears throat> but you'll be gathered up in greater admiration. This, who guides my eyes above, is that Virgil of whom you took strength to sing of men and of the gods. Should you imagine some other cause of my smile, leave it as untrue, and believe it to be those words that you said of him. Already he'd inclined to embrace the feet of my teacher. But he said to him, Brother, don't do that, for you are a shade, and it's a shade you see. And rising, he, now you comprehend the quantity of the love for you that burns me, when I am unmindful of our vanity, treating the shades as sound things. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 22.